River Valley Worship singing both sides on Victory 91.5. This is Keith and our general manager, Ray Haynes. He's been in studio teaching about Pentecost and the Pale Horse. And as we come to a close today, that song fits perfectly. No stone, no grave can hold back your power. You know, well, back in November, we took everybody up onto the Temple Mount right at that spot where we believe they received the Holy Spirit. Mm. What a cool place. Yeah. You know, as we looked up, for me, I believe so much happened on the Mount of Olives, including uh, the death and resurrection of Jesus. It's where he ascended and just such a powerful thing. So we stood on that spot and just looked up to that whole journey that happened. And, you know, God wants us to encounter him. Thankfully, I love to go to Israel, love to teach in Israel, especially one of my absolute favorite things. But if we had to go to Jerusalem or Israel to encounter Jesus, to get saved or filled, we'd all be in trouble. Mm. But praise God, we don't. Uh, we're going to pray. I'm going to pray for you after this. But I just wanted to challenge you. If you've wanted to receive more, if you want more of Jesus, if you want to encounter the Holy Spirit, we're going to pray for you to do that. I'm just going to give you a few thoughts here and um, what's going on in your life and why maybe you should pursue more. I think you always should pursue more, no matter what. So when Peter began preaching after the Holy Spirit fell on them in the temple grounds, he spoke of King David, whose tomb was right beneath them. Peter quotes David saying, I saw the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices. My body also will live in hope. It's funny how Peter was pointing out that this gift of tongues was a fulfillment of what King David saw prophetically. And he adds, the Lord said to my Lord, the Father said to the Son, in other words, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool to your feet. Peter was saying that the purpose of the infilling and empowering was happening to cause all the Son's enemies to be subjugated. The Holy Spirit baptism can occur any time after Jesus comes to dwell in our hearts. He doesn't get buried in our hearts. <laughs> he plants himself in order to bear fruit. We literally become a tree that bears spiritual fruit. All we have to do is ask and receive. Sometimes that includes asking until we receive. There are nine fruits listed in Galatians 5. All come as a result of life on a tree, which requires us to grow. Controlling the tongue is not easy. Our unruly tongue requires revival. Faithfulness, gentleness, goodness, joy, kindness, long-suffering, love, peace, and self-control are all expressed in many ways, but never so beautiful as with the tongue. Proverbs 18, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruits. Still, there's more to the spirit than tongues or what, or what and how we speak. 1 Corinthians 12 tells us there are many spiritual gifts, including word of wisdom, word of knowledge, faith, healing, working of miracles, prophecy, discerning of spirits, different kinds of tongues, and the interpretation of tongues. So the Spirit distributes them individually as he wills. Why does he give them? Well, these nine gifts require us to minister to others in order for us to use them. They're not for keeping or storing up, but rather for using and giving away. Deuteronomy 30 reminds us, but the word is very near you in your mouth and in your heart that you may do it. Uh, in Acts 1, here's what 4 to 8 says. And being assembled together with them, he had commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you've heard from me, for John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. 
Now, there has been more conflict throughout church history on this one subject than probably every other issue combined because it's not intellectual, can't be understood or argued or controlled by man. It requires faith and obedience, that is, the receiving of the baptism. The experience was different for me than it was for Kelly, than it was for Corey. Wait for the promise, no matter how long it takes, no matter what others experience. Don't assume God will do things the same way with you. Uh, I always say worship him constantly. Ask to be filled. When opportunities arrive for the laying on of hands, uh, you know what? Have faith and see what happens. Don't stop till you're full. I don't care if you have a hundred times you, you pray or ask other people to pray for you and uh, you don't receive anything, keep up. There's a big question and has been since the turn of the last century. Is the baptism of the Spirit, if you don't speak in tongues, have you received the baptism in the Spirit? If you don't speak in tongues, but obviously have gifts and anointing, then they're coming from a different source than what is known as the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I would be one of those that says, no, without tongues, you don't have the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You have a different baptism, and that's fine. But you do need to know what you have. Uh, Romans 12 are the gifts of the Father. For as we have many members in one body, but all the members do not have the same function, so we being many are one body in Christ and individually members of one another, having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us. Let us use them. If prophecy, then prophesy in proportion to your faith. Or ministry, let us use it in our ministering. He who teaches in teaching, who exhorts in exhortation, he who gives with liberality, he who leads with diligence, he who shows mercy with your fullness. Those are the gifts that come from the Father. There's also gifts from Jesus, Ephesians 4. And he himself, that is Jesus, gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of faith and knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Now, you, there are gifts of the Holy Spirit that come apart from tongues. So you may have other gifts, but uh, without that baptism of the Holy Spirit, simply because you are saved, it means the Holy Spirit dwells within you, so his gifts are functioning. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one, notice each one, for the profit of all, for the one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, another word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, another gifts of healing. Uh, to another, the working of miracles, another prophecy, discerning of spirits, different kinds of tongues, to another, interpretation of tongues. But one and the same spirit works in all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. All right? So it could be gifts of the Father, it could be gifts of the Son, it could be gifts of the Holy Spirit. This, when we talk about the baptism of the Holy Spirit, is very specific, and it, it is an empowering, and it is the gift of tongues. And you know what? Uh, you essentially need to stop long enough to quiet yourself, to ask God to fill you, and then allow, allow that language to come out. You know, you're going to feel silly and crazy, but you know what? If you want to talk to somebody, uh, you can always call and say, is this what I'm experiencing? And we'll be glad to take care of you. So that's what I have for you today. Let's uh, pray and expect. Father, I thank you for how you love us. You treasure us. You rejoice over us with singing. You delight in us. You call us the apple of your eye, the very center of your attention. Lord, we've talked about this Pentecost. We've talked about the outpouring of your Holy Spirit, what happened then, and you've said to seek you that we might be filled. So, Lord, we seek you. I don't know who else is crying out to you right now, but I, I pray in agreement with them 
Lord, would you come and would you fill them with the, with the baptism of the Holy Spirit, with the evidence of speaking in tongues? Would you fill them to overflowing? Would you meet them on every level to give them through that gift of the Holy Spirit, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the speaking of tongues, that they might be able to cry out and pray to you in all situations through the groaning of your Spirit within them, even words and sounds that they don't even understand. And Lord, however you want to use that with them, just do that. Be glorified in Jesus' name. Amen. You've been listening to the Pentecost and the Pale Horse with our general manager, Ray Haynes, this morning. If you missed any of the breaks, if you missed and want the notes, make sure you go to victoryblog.victory.radio or go to victory.radio slash podcast or in the podcast section and be able to listen back, read through the notes, and really just continue to enjoy everything that he's brought to us, all the knowledge in this time. And it has been a different season. It's been a different feeling. And so maybe that's just what we need is just to get closer to him and to seek him first in all that we do and be able to have him as our joy each day. Amen. Now give me an hour or two because I've got to put all this into the <laughs> podcast and, and uh, blog and all that stuff. So it'll be up this afternoon. Thanks again for coming in, Ray. It's Certainly. always a pleasure, always bringing us so much knowledge today. Once again, make sure you go to blog.victory.radio just a little later this afternoon, Pentecost and the Pale Horse.